Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hello, beautiful human. Dan's here. <laughs> hey. And we welcome Mike, Michael Mikey Foster and Charles Scooty Anderson. Hello. Yay. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Legal names only here. What are you, half beast, half human? Yeah, you know, just uh, walking around in my bare feet. <laughs> so what like is this genuinely what you wanted to do in your heart or were you like ah, oh, you know it, it could be kind of viral if i choose to wear bare feet with no. planet pants no i this is a usual thing yeah yeah i have these i have a black pair I had a brown pair but i wore them too much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no just... like literally his foot came through it one day and i'm <laughs> yeah. like yo your whole foot's out that's not even <laughs> I respect you because I have a thing for shoes, even though some of my friends don't like the shoes I choose to wear mm-hmm. because I choose with comfort. I don't choose with style mm-hmm. because I'm being sensible yep. for my feet. Hey, I feel that. Smart decisions. You guys know a lot about each other. Like you've seen him, you know, walk through a pair of bear slippers. Yeah. <laughs> How long has this friendship been going on? Well, uh, like four Four year, no, four, five years, four, something like that. Yeah. Like four, like okay. So we're both from <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yes. And the music scene isn't too large, so you kind of know who's like decent and working hard and stuff like that. So I knew of like we knew of each other and even had a session, like, uh, but like didn't really know each other, didn't hang out or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And literally, when I moved to LA, we knew a mutual friend who connected us with Tommy Brown, and. Then we started working together when we started working with Tommy Brown together. So you so. knew of each other's presence mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, but yeah. you weren't actually physically connected until you got here. Yeah. yeah. That is so weird. <laughs> Crazy, yeah. right? I mean, that's like... And the- then we worked together literally every day for like the last three and a half years, like straight. Whoa. Like... Yeah. Is it right off the bat, you know that this is going to be something? Like the first time you guys get into the studio together? Or is it rough at first? Uh, I mean, no. it was... It, it took time. Like, we kind of had to, like, learn each other <laughs> and, like, I guess get the chemistry to where it was. But it, it started because we were, like, kind of writing and producing for, like, other people. Mm-hmm. So we were like, all right, let's do this, let's try this. And we were getting into other people's headspaces, trying to really figure that out. And it kind of organically happened. <laughs> so w- when you're doing that, like, when you guys first started, were you starting knowing who you were creating for and like in most cases we don't know who the song is for if we're making a song so we're literally for the first couple years is just making things and if it fit an artist we would send it to who we think it would work for so when you were making music what was your motivation was it to like tell your own story share stories that you've witnessed like how how do you just create music to create music for somebody else to embody do you get what i'm saying yeah like Back yeah. when we first were starting, it was more so, well, for me, I can't really speak for both of us, but it was just, I had fun creating stuff and, like, just trying stuff, trying to be creative. And, like, it's it's a little different than now because I feel like now it's more so we're putting our feelings and stuff into, like, song form versus, like, back then it was just, I want to create something cool that sounds cool and it's yeah. like, hey, you know? Yeah, your purpose is different now. Yeah, yeah, I try to tie everything to a sense of emotion and, like, uh, in whatever form that is and kind of, like, use that as a thread rather than, like, telling a story, like a specific story. Kind of, like, pick an emotion. I get feel. Be- Because it's broader then. Yeah. So you have a lot to and kind then, of Yeah, because there's a lot more people who can relate to, oh, I'm happy because I'm in a good relationship or, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Rather than like, oh, here's the event that was really cool. It, was it fulfilling creatively for you to do that? Mm, not it. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it it depends because like uh, since we uh, since we produce two, it's really cool because I get to throw a lot of paint and create emotions and like make all these different types of very varying forms of like sound that are just. You know, like, uh, obviously, like, as close to the feeling that I could get. Mm. But, like, at the same time, I feel like I don't have enough. 
I do this so much that I don't have enough time to make stories for myself. So like going out and doing things and stuff like that sometimes lacks because I'm always trying to give you an emotion. And so it's like having the balance back and forth is what makes art okay. It's like having the fun experiences and then going to make the yeah. songs about them and stuff like that. And so learning that balance was really the 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 hard part and the, the good part and the rewarding part and how we keep creative. It's lifetime and studio time balance or Yeah and kinda. Yeah. And like I feel like whenever you're like writing to like kinda like tell stories and such that aren't necessarily emotionally connected, it's not as fulfilling because whenever it really comes from like your heart it's like (laughs) this is real this is like something i felt and went through and and people connect with that because we all experience these things and we all feel these emotions and whenever you're coming at it from that place instead of like trying to just tell a cool story it really sticks a lot more i feel i get it because it's a part of you it's crazy because actually that's exactly kind of how we themed the whole album like the whole one we just did it's literally off of like exact relationship experiences that we were having at that moment like um but like how by the (laughs) way like through line to even your work on thank you next that those are qualities that it all shares right this idea that like as you live it you write it and Mm -hmm. you put it into music Because it's all so relevant emotionally to you. Yeah. And, like, I I really feel like it's not even necessarily writing songs, but you're documenting your growth and your your, your past and your emotions. You're you're just documenting. You're literally writing down what happened. (laughs) It's crazy that that's, like, literally what it's been. And I don't know, I feel like in in a huge way, like, Ariana on Thank You Next kind of really paved the way for more artists to do that and kind of be more transparent and kind of like real about some stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. That's 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 kind of cool because we help make it okay for us to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a weird way. <laughs> yeah. You helped open that door yeah. for yourselves to go through to it. To help. Yeah. But the coolest part, there's many cool parts to this, but I think one of the biggest things is that it really does cure this consumption habit that's formed with streaming, right? Mm -hmm. This idea that we always want music. So this idea that as you live, you also get to write and create. I mean, dude, you guys released Thank You Next so quickly. I mean, the turnaround time was like literally months, a couple months. So like you can, you kind of hit a couple birds with one stone. Like you feel great. You get to put music out that you want to put out there, and you get to feed the feed the beasts. Yeah, I feel like that song came out like within like two weeks or something yeah. like that. It was yeah, like, it was crazy. Or yeah. three weeks or so. It was like literally the craziest thing because I actually I didn't know what the paperwork was for when I, when I got it. I was like, what? You talking why about the split this? paperwork? Yeah, and it was like, oh, this is. And then it came out that day. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like. It's nuts. It was yeah, crazy. He was in rapper mode. Yeah. <laughs> but how many times? <laughs> there's been so many artists that are like sitting on music that they wish they can put mm-hmm. out. They wish they can mm-hmm. put out. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. this is such a cool thing. It's special. That, is re- that was really fly. I was like, great job. Yeah. <laughs> great choice here. <laughs> is that one of the biggest things you learned from working with her? Or what, what is it? Like, what, what do you to drop music whenever you want? I mean, <laughs> that's maybe like a broad thing that you take away. But, like, working with her directly, what's a big thing that you, you learned from working on that album, working um, with Tommy, working with her, that really sticks with you? Um, oh, for me, it was really, like, that level of transparency, like, to the extent of, like, you know, thought I didn't know it was Sean. <laughs> like, that's real. And people know. And it, it, it hits differently when they're like, oh, I, I saw that. I, I I was around when that stage was happening, you know. I get it, because yeah. you know it. You you know what I mean. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Is from from working with her, I learned a like a whole lot about like a dedication to this, because I, I kind of see it in everything she does. Like she was literally going through one of the craziest things in her life, and literally was in the studio, like. <laughs> through it all talking about it 
like going through everything, like really having these things and actually putting in the work and still comping her vocals and still putting forth the effort she needed to while still rehearsing and like and like singing and doing her life stuff and like could have easily just avoided everything but like that work that work ethic and like the the amount of focus that she put forth was really really cool to see and like that was like mad inspiring for me because i'm like yo you uh, you can't tell me that you're trying hard if you're not like yeah like i have the yeah. like what kind of example is that that's <laughs> insane like get yeah. back to work bro yeah, I don't care how... And so it made me, like, kind of, like, lose a lot of sleep after that. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm cool. Get the, back to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, more like... keep making ideas. Keep trying. Keep yeah. pushing. Don't stop. Yeah. yeah you guys exactly. ever ask her why she, trust, why she trusted you guys with those stories? Uh... Hopefully it's because we've been yeah. friends for a long time. Yeah. I hope it's... I hope it's literally that simple. I know she said that it, it was. Like, she... Yeah. She's just, we've been friends and that's kind of how our whole relationship started like it, and it's not yeah. like work relationship it's just literally yeah. was like yo and uh, like it wasn't even necessarily a vibe of like oh we're in the studio trying to make some hits or whatever it's, we're here with our friend she's going through some stuff let's talk it out and maybe some creative things will happen and they happened yes they did <laughs> who's whose uh, vocals are on haunt you Ariana's, yeah, we have we have Ariana vocals. I thought so. Yeah. I just wanted you Did to say Ari it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great record. Hey. Super honest. Yeah, it's like beauty. That's kind of like our most intertwined song yeah. so far. It's like very deep meanings. There's three meanings to the song. Three meanings that you that defined. we have, and hopefully yeah. millions of others. Yeah. That will formulate. So, but. do you have your meaning? Scooty has his, and who's the third? Well, he has two. I have two meanings to, okay. to the song. To me, go. Uh, okay, so the first is about a relationship. There was this girl I was crazy about. <laughs> it, go figure. Yeah. All right. So I'm crazy about this girl, and I think like, yo, I want to love you properly. I want to be like the actual. I want to be. The, you know what I'm saying? I want to do this right. And so, like, I had a lot of insecurity about it. Like, how can I possibly actually do any relationship right when I don't have any examples? How can I, you know what I'm saying? How can yeah. I love you like I'm supposed to? You don't know. How can I be special to you? How can I be more important than anybody you've dated? And I don't know who you've dated or who you like. I don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, all these fears and stuff like that. But it's like, it, so it becomes something insanely beautiful. Is this love that you have in this this amazing person. But, like, you want to do so you want to be so much better than you are that it's like this thing that haunts you a little bit so it's like this i don't know this this beautiful thought about a relationship and then at the same time it's about my sister uh my sister passed away in june her name was robin and i called her bluebird and at first whenever she passed i really wanted her back so I was the type of guy that would yell to God, give me my sister back. You know, I want my sister. But at the same time, I had to think about it. How can I offer you what you have? Because if you're in heaven, it's tremendously more beautiful than what I can give you. And you're with God now. So, like, how can anything I can offer be more special than what you have? Which is similar to the thought of that relationship. Yeah. And so it's like, how can something so beautiful haunt you? It's like, I want my sister back, but at the same time, I'm so happy that you're happy, and I know you're not in any pain. So it's like something beautiful that haunts you. That record, obviously, in your life is more than meaningful. Is it a way of healing for you? Absolutely. Absolutely, because I get to talk to my sister a little bit, and I get to talk to this girl and tell her some feelings that I that I have that like I wouldn't normally be able to formulate to her you know what I'm saying so yeah. it kind of is healing it's like a therapy session which is pretty much because Ari opened the door for stuff like that and the third <laughs> meeting which we which is like well, right. <laughs> well uh, what is, you have the third this yeah. is yeah there's a mitten when does your third come in 
Does it like no, no, no? It's all it, no. Yeah. At, at all three, at all yeah. three meanings are woven into every line. Every line is about Whoa. all three. So you knew so these meanings it, before you got into yeah, them. Yeah, hundred percent. Before we, you wrote the song, yeah, you you had goals. Yeah, we had, and so it is like, literally every lyric is about one thing. Every lyric is about one thing. Every lyric is about one thing, and it's also yeah, about like, all three. We like when we were like making all of them. We were, it was kind of like a kumbaya session where we were just really talking about how we were feeling, what we were going through, mm-hmm. and just uh, really hashing things out, getting feelings out, and uh, it it just came together really, like really organically. But um, what is the third meaning? So um, uh, my father. Uh, was diagnosed with ALS about a year ago now. And um, you know how, like, when you're growing up, your parents are kind of like the authority figure, but, like, as you get older, like, they become your friend and you start relating to them on, like, a more personal level. Like, I can talk to you about things and really get to know you as a person more so than, like, a parent. Yeah. And I'm, I feel like now in my life I'm finally getting that opportunity but at the same time, I have to, you know, watch my dad kind of, like, wither away from, like, what he was. And, uh, like, it's beautiful that I'm finally getting to know him and learn him on such a level. But at the same time, it's just, like, this looming cloud of I'm saying goodbye, kind of. At the same time. Yeah. So, like, it's like... <laughs> I can't even imagine what that studio is like when you're putting that record together. It was pretty intense. I mean, the most vulnerable room yeah. a human could be yeah. in. For sure, for sure. Did uh, you go into that room knowing what you were about to accomplish, or did it just happen? No, we just wanted to yeah. make some music that felt real. Yeah. Would it, and, and that was it. And it came from a really real place and was the music that we wanted to listen to. Because we did have a conversation about um, the type of music Scooty wanted to make and the type of scoot, uh, music I was interested in at the, at the time as well. And so, like, uh, Scoot wanted more of... I, I wanted to turn up. I was like, I want some 808s. I want some slaps. I want I want some drums. And and you were just in a whole different a yeah. whole different ballpark. I was in, like, the really, like, you know, deep, like, <laughs> uh, make you think and ride in your car music. <laughs> Yeah, but isn't like it chill vibes and like like things that you could put on repeat for like hours and just be yeah. you know chill? And mine was very much not that vibe. Mine was like I just want to move around because I at at first during the, uh, the ten days that we spent in Big Bear making it, it was like I was like going through some stuff when I was like and I didn't just sit with the same girl and I was like I was like man yo I was like man I'm so yo. I, can't stand what's going on right now and so like i was like in this place where i wanted something different than what i was getting and it was like so like it was like i was hype and he was like in lovey-dovey mode and then we switched halfway through the week and so like i don't know it was back and forth but what was cool is is uh we got to mix a lot of emotions with the ep and with the album and yeah, stuff like that and yeah. on you and yeah like just because we were kind of like opposite all the time it was kind of like it made the songs kind of so freaking great and so <laughs> different because I never heard you, you you break down your sound like that based on what your personal wants are. But knowing your music pretty well, you, I totally hear it. But it's the best of both worlds. Like you want to be able to space out and have mm-hmm. a deeper meaning to music, mm-hmm. but at the same time, records need to be able to make you move and be a beat and have like I don't know like slap. You yeah, know, you wanted to have a slap, sprinkle the slaps on it. It's a combination. <laughs> Is there a world where you only make music for yourself because of how fulfilling it is and how connected it is to who you are as people? Uh, I feel like at first it was just kind of like therapeutic to kind of get your thoughts out for you, like kind of like put it down so you can like move on from it. But like now, like it's 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 a lot. Yeah, bigger. I'm. I'm it would be way too selfish of me to just think of myself all day. I like other people, <laughs> and I like their <laughs> thoughts. Like I like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I like hearing other artists' point of view and like what's going on. Like, w- whenever, uh, 
you're in the studio with this artist, they like maybe have like a completely different perspective on how people should be treated, on how love should be. And it's like to hear that is like a whole different perspective. It's almost like watching when you go see a movie and you get involved with the characters and things like that. I it feel like a lot of sessions become stuff like that and we get to be able to be creators and and tinkerers and like okay how can we turn this into something easy to watch easy to listen to you know what I'm saying yeah. it's like kind of cool to mix those stories and then I don't know to flip flop back to our, our own, own stories and, and so I don't I don't know I think a perfect world is what you're doing damn, that Wait. was that's kind of crazy. Dude, you, it is what you're doing because you get a chance That's to learn. You get a chance to have involvement in other people's creative stuff. You also get inspired by their lives and their stories. It's like a perfect storm. Yeah. Is there a world where you do you feel like you have to create together? Uh, because I've watched the two of you work in a studio. It's like the two of you like, <laughs> like facing each other on computers just going. Headphones on. Well, the, all right, so he's phenomenal like just as like just on his own so like it's kind of like <laughs> i don't know like i'm always down to work because i'm like what are you about to do what's gonna happen i'm like what are we about to make <laughs> i don't know i just become a big kid sometimes because like there's a lot of and not just and even not just scooty but the people we surround ourselves with are really good and they're really trying and they really want to make an impact in music and really do something different. And like, yeah. and it's so it's, it kind of gives you like a spark to want to like work with each other. I um, feel like, I feel like, uh, he's salt and I'm pepper, but <laughs> together, <laughs> but together we're seasoned salt. <laughs> if, if, if that makes sense. I like, it's yeah, different. us together is Can like a whole nother like. like well, I don't. I didn't. I, that was like on the fly. More slapping seasoning, though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> first thing that popped what, in my head. What seasoning would we be? Uh, <laughs> we are the. Uh, Let's. The, uh, we got Mrs. Dash. Mrs. Dash. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, cause salt and pepper. Like we. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> You're questioning. Salt and pepper bit. is kind of flat though, cause like yeah, that's why that's you like need go, on a good steak. You need it all <laughs> yeah. the time. It is it is like a basic requirement no matter yeah. what the situation. So when you guys get into a room now, is it through Tommy Brown? It, because he is the facilitator of the function. He is a facilitator of the function, and he does put us in some rooms we ain't got no business in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the most ridiculous room you've you've landed in recently? Recently, um. I no, he pulled me into uh uh a, well, right before right before Tori, he pulled us into a Juice World session. Cool. As a writer, <laughs> I'm like, he doesn't he 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 literally wrote everything. He freestyled everything. <laughs> so what do you do? Exactly. Good job. I, did, I'm, I just hung out and hung out with everybody. I was like, this this is kind of cool. <laughs> I got an easy day today. <laughs> do you, do you feel obligated to say anything? Like to give some sort of input while you're there. Um, obviously, you don't want to be a uh, like a part of my word choice, a piece of shit and not doing anything. Like, but you, what yeah. you would like to do is be courteous to the people you're working with and feel the room. And if you're not, yeah. if there's a vibe that maybe is already complete, or maybe that would be better suited without you, to notice that and participate yeah. at the level you need to be. Yeah, because it's, it's not necessarily about making sure you have contributed something. It's more so making making sure that that piece of art is complete and uh, to the best of its potential. What that song sound like. Not what you wrote. <laughs> but, like, that's easier said than done. A lot of people can't do that. A lot of people... Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people feel entitled <laughs> to things that maybe... They shouldn't be entitled to. They don't read the room. Yeah. They they feel like they need to be heard. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Some people yeah. think that you have to show off to be important. But that's yeah. like a drummer who does nothing but fills the entire song. Like, you have yeah. to slow down and pace it and put sprinkles where you need. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, everything's like cooking or Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Life is Pokemon. Life is like Pokemon. Can you please explain that f- to me? <laughs> it's self-explanatory. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we've had a lot of we've we've had a couple you know deep I mean? discussions, and this is, is this could be one. the lightest one. But like it's pretty much like Pokemon, and we can never elaborate. <laughs> like, but like, well, just no, no, no. Talk? There is a real reason. I'm just playing. <laughs> well, nah. We actually had like this long talk about how like Pokemon is life because, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> say, uh, what? If, ah. I don't remember why we said Pokemon no. This life. this was like really interesting. And I'm like I'm like mad now because I can't remember how it started. It was something about like like I think your experiences and how gym it leaders, you and like the gym leaders were like, like that. It was pretty like <laughs> yeah, like we broke I, it down. Encouraging. <laughs> By the way, I'm sure there's like a whole like WordPress website that breaks down how Pokemon oh, is yeah, connected sure, to life sure. somewhere. Yes. Yeah, it is. I mean, maybe- the trainer was. The trainer was God, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, the trainer was God. God. You're the Pokemon. And you and oh, so we're the Pokemon. We could yes. be Pokemon. Yes, we're I mean, Pokemon. Oh, I thought we were at least the freaking, you know, Ash Ketchum. Ash Ketchum. We Who says you're Ash Ketchum, bro? You, I, I mean, I can't give myself that much props. You're right. <laughs> you're right. He deserves way more respect. But, you know what I'm saying? Ash Ketchum, the, the leader. But the trainer <laughs> right. takes you I'm, to where you're supposed to go. He takes you to uh, these gyms, which are, you know, your battles in life. Uh, whatever you struggle Ooh. with or whatever, and they train you to overcome obstacles. I get it. And um, I get it. As Pokemon lot. evolve, so yes, you, mm-hmm. as, evolve. as you sometimes into yes. whatever you want. Yeah, yes. yeah. Based as you off get your surroundings. Grow. Ooh. Yes, and everybody has their specific talent or Same skill time. set that helps them to shine. And by developing that talent, you grow more and. You level up <laughs> Beautiful. in life. Uh, it was. I mean, some, well something towards that extent. Could <laughs> yeah, suffice I'm like, for I'm right like now. spacing right now. What Pokemon would you be? For some reason, I'm like looking at your face, and I'm trying to like put you as a Pokemon. And I'm getting Mewtwo, but I only think that's because Mewtwo, of your pink hat. Really. Yeah, Mewtwo would be. That's a compliment, bro. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a crazy compliment. Uh, I would have said like a. Uh, I don't know. I think Charmander, <laughs> Squirtle, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely one of the starting three. Are you thinking, Mikey? What would you be? I don't know. I'd probably be like a Magic Carp, bro. <laughs> I had a weak start, bro. <laughs> <laughs> strong finish, though. Hey, I can finish strong, though, bro. Gyarados is a very strong finish. So, how did you all start in music? Like, did you were you just like playing around on your computer at home, figuring it out? Did you start playing instruments at an early age? Like, what sparked it for each each of you individually? Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> you go, we, Scooty. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I was like a Jocelyn. Jocelyn. <laughs> Uh, me, uh, I was, I've been singing since I was like a little kid. I would follow my sister around all the time and sing whatever she was singing and get on her nerves. <laughs> yeah. And I guess it kind of like developed into that. And then like, I just started messing with like production and stuff in like college. And were you releasing music as yourself? Were you trying to produce for other artists in college? Uh, no, nobody wanted me to work with them (laughs) it was was, the slippers they didn't get it yeah i was i was like a loner for a while (laughs) and so what then you decide one day to come to la no i was actually uh i was in pittsburgh working at a non-profit organization uh teaching kids about like music and stuff and uh i remember i was working on my own project and i had sent a song that i was working on to one of our friends that was in LA <laughs> and um Tommy Brown actually ended up accidentally overhearing the song and was like yo who is that and he was like yo it's this kid Scooty from Pittsburgh he was like yo I need him out here now to work on uh this project but um, just like that yeah so uh he's he called me and was like yo I want you to come out here for a week and I was like okay and he was like all right I'm getting your flight for tomorrow and I was like oh <laughs> Oh, all right. So I called my job, and luckily they said, all right, you can have off. So I went out there for a week and was working on um, a bunch of projects with Mikey and Franks and Tommy. And this is when me and him actually first started working together. And after the week was up, 
I had all of my stuff packed up, ready to ready to go back to Pittsburgh. My flight was about to happen, so I was walking up the driveway with my suitcase. I had a week's worth of clothes and a book bag, <laughs> and Tommy stopped me and was like, yo, where are you going? <laughs> and I was like, uh, home. <laughs> I have a job. And I have to work tomorrow. And he was like, F- that job. Stay. Stay here. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, this might be one of those choices that changes your life stay here and i've been there ever since <laughs> it's crazy Scooty got kidnapped <laughs> the best kidnapping was like, ever oh you think he's taking that bag up the street <laughs> you think that uber gonna go <laughs> what, what was the first project that you guys met on we were working on all types of stuff for like from like uh empire to like movie to like stuff that we were trying to shoot for and stuff like that wow. so like we've immediately started working on things and like like even stuff for like Mia that had nobody's ever heard and stuff like that like little like seek like macy gray like other, like literally a bunch oh, yeah. of stuff like macy, immediately like that was the first one i think macy that, gray that was wow. probably it actually yep boom we figured it out <laughs> well, took macy gray talk that, it through but yeah like, see that, was she your first cut or your first session? Uh, both, actually. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because like, that was like the second week. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was either that or right when uh, she, right around the time uh, her and Ari did that song together. Oh yes, it ended oh, up yeah. on the album. Uh, mm-hmm. Greedy? What? No, uh, no, no, no. Dangerous, dangerous love. Dangerous love. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. What did you do? How did you start in music? Were you playing instruments? Uh, I started music because I had a hard life and like I didn't know how to cry and I wanted to cry and I figured out how to do it in music and like literally like I w- I wanted to get away from everything and like kind of make my emotions and talk about it there and so like. I ended up getting gifted a a computer from a lady at my church and it was like this like super like humble warm you know what I mean like low end low end barely capable of doing the stuff that I needed it to but I work I ran that thing into the ground so crazy um and so literally I was uh I I kind of got into music cuz I really didn't want to deal drugs I didn't want to be uh, like a degenerate i just kind of wanted to like do something healthy that i knew could possibly benefit me as well as talk about my emotions and so i literally started making music for my church and stuff like that we started i started helping out with the worship band things like that we started doing like like christian hip-hop and stuff like that we were trying you know everything to really convey our emotions and stuff like that and then i i, I really decided i really wanted to learn from the greats i wanted to go where the fire is so I could really learn music and how to like what this what it took to be great, and so I moved across the country with uh with this dude. I had like seven hundred bucks. Said screw it, I'm I gotta go. Literally, Tommy was the first dude I met out here, and literally the day I met him, he was like, we played him some music. He was like, yo, you're dope. Let's team up. He's like, I I know people. I've been doing this for years. I, let's 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 tag team. You got music. I got connections. Let's team up. I got music. You got me. Let's team up. Let's do this. You can stay here. We'll figure it out. And done. And it was game over after that. Because uh, I literally didn't like from that point on. Actually, I slept in the studio. I my my stayed in the studio. And if there was music on, I tried to be up and present for it. So if I was asleep ever. Just tried to stay up and just do that, and then he moved in, did the same thing, and we literally for that for the yeah, next like, two years got my first bed this year. Congratulations! <laughs> I was couch surfing. No, yeah, it was it was like it was legit. Like we we really wanted this, so we put in like nineteen hour days every day since we moved. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, how'd you know you were ready for LA? Did you? I know? didn't. No, not at all. I actually was deathly terrified about it and i just felt like what am i gonna do stay where i know everything stay convenient what's am i gonna stay convenient and be used to what i'm used to like no i've never had success 
in music. Let me actually find success. And you did. Whoa. I don't know. It was really cool. How do you balance, <laughs> right? You have so much success, and I'm not saying it's quick because it wasn't quick, but you have a lot of success. You have a bed now. You yeah, don't need that's to, success. You, you don't need to <laughs> work crazy. 19 hours a day anymore, or maybe you do, right? Yeah, what cool. What is that balance of being comfortable but also staying hungry? Trust me, if you stay too comfortable, you're going to be hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Truth. Yeah. You're going to be hungry, I promise you that. And so, yeah. like, get back to work. Like, yeah. uh, Ariana showed us in her out and how she did this album, get back to work. You ain't, don't don't get too comfortable nowhere. Tommy always used to say that, for real. He was like, don't be too comfortable yeah. in anything. Yeah. Like, literally, he, was, he always used to talk about that. So, kind of stuff like that sticks with us. It's like, yeah. keep trying because you, just because you had some form of success, just because you had a, yeah. a couple plays, a couple spins, doesn't mean you will not get phased out in this next scene. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Yeah. He be he who who said it? He was watching Game of Thrones. I'm just now getting into it, but he was like, "Yo, you don't know who about to die," <laughs> and that's just kind of how you be in life and success. Sometimes like stuff happens, you don't know what's about to happen. You gotta keep your hunger up, keep working. I don't know. No, was, that was ho- a over. That was an extraordinarily long. No, but that's but like, no, but it's 100 percent the truth, right? Comfort yeah. comfort is a killer. Comfort mm-hmm. allows people to lose focus and lose mm-hmm. sight of what is needed. Now, obviously, refresh, refreshing and being, like, yes. somewhat as, as sleeping in a good bed is or <laughs> a bed at all, you know what I'm saying, is, is cool. But, like, remember, you didn't have a bed. That, yeah. Yeah. As simple as that. That's crazy to think about. Whoa. So, uh, you have an EP coming because it's not out yet, right? Like, you guys were no. on SoundCloud. Like, that's where the yeah. music exists right now. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we didn't want people to come to Coachella and not have a sneak peek. So we put some songs out on SoundCloud, which are still available right now. But EP come in with probably within the next like week or so or something like that. We'll figure it out. Haunt you is we're gonna drop it on you. Know, Real a surprise? Or are you gonna like give us like a heads up? I want to give you a heads up because yeah, our fans are really mad at us right now because yeah, we didn't put it out yet. I would love to give a heads up. I Dude. would enjoy a heads up. <laughs> I just want to be like, hey, yeah. You personally would like We're putting one. this music out this day. Yeah. You know, when I was watching you guys perform last night, I'm watching these girls love you. These, like, groups of really passionate females just screaming and freaking cool. out. That's super cool. They're connecting I'm, with you. And keep connecting. We love y'all so much. Thank you so much. We love everybody. Wow. Before, I, don't, I don't know. It was, it was really crazy, though, to see that. Yeah. I was I like, before know. the Ariana tour, what was the biggest stage you guys ever played? <laughs> Um, uh, oh, well, we did yeah. the Z100 Yeah, we show. had a, Z, well, a Z100 show that was really cool. Cool. And we had, uh, we did, all right, so the one right before the tour was, uh, it was a snowstorm in Minnesota, and I think there had to be, like, 40 people yeah. that if, showed up, because that, it was in, like, this little, it was in, like, this little that. spot, but, like. But, like, they were. It was, like, crazy, but, like, yeah. literally, it was, like. <laughs> 40 people. Hey, hey. Yep. I can tell you're you're yeah, not like singing. We, we, can you sing? <laughs> and it was like like I'm we, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Them. Everybody was singing. Everybody, I can see just, everybody's I'm just face. Joking. No, everybody's that's like, scary. But yeah, everybody I don't know. Yeah. It, like if we put our mics down, you probably could still hear us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's if, if you could play that type of show, you can almost play any show. Oh no! Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We yeah. went crazy. Still, I don't know if you yeah. got five people there. We going ham. I'm just, yeah. I'm just glad it's not five anymore. <laughs> it's been pretty cool, and it's gonna keep growing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. And but it was it was really interesting to see that everybody's uh, response to the music because we don't get to play the music for a lot of people because we're kind of in the studio. So to see groups of people excited about it at all is like really wild and to see actually what was really cool is there was this kid's dad uh and she she was like overly excited but she was shadowed by his excitement because he like reached his hand out and he was like super pumped and i was like geeked and i was like yo i was like that's fly i was like he brought his daughter but he's equally as excited to be here and and i know she loved that and i'm like yo this is cool and so like I don't know. It was like, like really fly. I looked over at Mikey and was like, "Yo, parents like our music, bro." I was like, "That's crazy! <laughs> That's wow! <laughs> it's how you know." <laughs> how you know? 
Okay, so Haunt You is going to be on the EP, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So uh, at least we can say that we tried. Will that be on the EP? Yeah. Beautiful record. Thank you. Really good. Um, Is there, whose story is that mostly? Or is it shared between the two of you? Yeah. Uh, Everything's shared. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, after, after, when when breaking up, (laughs) you would like to soften certain blows because you don't want to be mean it's already over you don't want to like tell somebody breaking up with you in like the meanest way you want to be polite and so we just kind of re-ended our previous relationships if you will i don't know we kind of were like this is how i feel yeah kind of like a grounded kind (laughs) of like all right let's let's be real with each other yeah let's do you go back and explore your breakup, or do you write this coming off of a breakup? Uh, it was for me. It was looking back, kind of like uh, what I wish <laughs> would have been like our our conversation breaking up. And so it's like his feelings, yeah, but like yeah. not the actual event. Yeah, you're looking back. I, I yeah. get it. Yeah. And, it's, and I think it's, I was very much thinking of, like, an event a little bit. <laughs> I was like, this is kind of how my last breakup went. But it wasn't even understood that way. Do, you do, I mean? <laughs> do your records start with production or do they start with a story or, or, or an experience or a moment? Um, I feel like it kind of varies. Yeah, it's different every time. But, like, I feel like one central thing that we always try to do is once we have like a little melody or an idea or whatever we'll write the song to the simplest chord progression or whatever that we have just so that this the song isn't like diminished by the beat or you know anything like that because the beat's job is really supposed to carry the song and not necessarily vice versa because a lot of times you get these really cool bumping beats and it, it kind of like overshadows what the actual song is trying to tell you. And it ruins it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's the balance that matters. Mm-hmm. This uh, Our whole album um, was done guitar only. So we wrote everything to just guitar and then wow. we added all the, uh, the production because we were uh, in Big Bear for about ten days after after um thank you next to seven rings and stuff, uh Tony and Tommy and them were like, hey you guys did great we love those songs, can you guys like make one for you now please can you please like apply that same love to your music and so we were like cool can we rent a cabin and put a studio in there and just hang out for a couple days they're like yeah. We end up staying for 10 days and we make 14 songs Whoa. and scrap everything and literally make the album. And so it's a story of a relationship to its uh, to its end in reverse. So it's like it starts with the breakup and then goes back through the relationship cool. into like the lovey-dovey phase of how it all started. Yeah. And it's kind of like an introspective look into the relationship. Like you're cycling back through to kind of like see where things went wrong and uh, like where I guess fault would lie technically. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 literally hindsight. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and and so but yeah, it was all of the songs that we did in Big Bear, which is the album that we're using, is all guitar driven. And it, we did it with our two friends from Sweden, Anton and Isabella. We literally hung out there for the for the whole ten days with <laughs> they were lo- they were lovey dovey the whole time. And so they they're they have this beautiful like energy of like we're enjoying this. It's the first snow. Everybody's hanging in the hot tub and enjoying drinks and stuff like that, eating s'mores. Like, they're happy, and I'm in a breakup. He's in a happy <laughs> mood, and then we're switching around. So it's like oh. all of these emotions, but we tried to tie it all in and tried to write everything from straight guitar so it felt real and it felt like the stories we wanted to tell as as humans and hopefully things that people can relate to easily. That's so. how you know you have a good record, right? If you can play it, if it sounds good on piano or guitar. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hear that. I hear yeah. that a lot, and I'm. Yeah. I hope that these are those. Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited. I, you don't have a date, right? Oh, ooh, I would love a date. Yeah. Thank you, label. <laughs> Tommy. Somebody. 
I really want to know. Yeah, if it were up to us. 14 songs yeah. with the right players in the room who have the right um, different experiences, such a variety of people mm. creating music, like giving different aspects and just different energies to it. It's cool. So Thank You Next was obviously massive. Do you guys feel like you need to create something bigger? Well, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say we need to create anything bigger. I feel like that was like a moment and it was, it was real. Mm-hmm. You can't really duplicate that or try to, to beat it because yeah. it, it's it came from like a real that's like feeling and experience that's like making your second kid play football too yeah. okay i don't know it's like <laughs> it's not, yeah like making your it's second like, kid nah, you can be whatever you want yeah. <laughs> if they want to do it they want to do it you it, support them yeah, yeah like if it wants to be a good song go please be a good song <laughs> you know what i mean like but but your value does rise after all those hits right maybe not to the two of you but other artists looking at the two of you, right? People want you in a room now. I am. We'd love to work with all of them. <laughs> Everyone. Well, who, who were you um, working with when I saw you in that studio? Do you remember when we crashed and uh, Zara Larson was there? I think it was. I think it was for sure us or Ari that day. Yeah. But like, also, I think yeah, uh, I think either Charlie Puth was there or G Easy. It depends on which day because I think you pulled up twice. <laughs> Yeah. I, um, whoa. So, like, are you, but if you're in that studio, are you tapped into those sessions? Can you contribute to those sessions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many people are, are in that room with you? Which which one? Like in the Charlie like, Puth room, for instance. Oh, well, Charlie Puth's pretty much a, a, a one man band. Yeah. So, I mean, really, if he lets anybody in, then yeah. whoever. Like, we, we never really try to, like, be like, oh, let me get in here. It's yeah. like if if you if they invite us in, yeah. If they yeah. don't, we'll we'll be right here. Yeah, we actually haven't even worked with Charlie yet. We've had been in the studio and stuff, but like, we don't we don't force stuff like that. We're like, if you want to make something, you know, or if we want to make something, whatever. Yeah, you're not like you, you yeah. don't need to beg, you know. You want it yeah. to be natural. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're like if we're like all like yeah, let's make something. Yeah, that's, that's let's go like, crazy. But that's how you know it's gonna work yeah. when it's organic and genuine. Yeah, and just, that's like one of the most important things for us. I feel like just organic. Yeah. Just have you said no to a session? We try to be open to yeah. a lot of sessions, but at the same time, I would prefer for sure to work with somebody who's. It's like if we're working with you, it's your album. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not like, hey, we're all going to get together and hopefully send something out to somebody yeah. that they might right. like. You're working like, for one specific I like, artist. We're like, yeah, yeah, let's actually make a, a piece yeah. of art right yeah. now. Like, Yeah, and it's we we really like when, like, the artist is, like, involved because sometimes you get in the sessions with artists and they, they're not necessarily as involved with it as you, you, you know, you would hope or expect. Yeah. And then it's hard, right? Because then yeah. you don't really know them. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, all right, we're we're writing about something that we don't necessarily know if you feel. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's And it's also slightly harder for an artist to promote something they're not fully in. Mm-hmm. I'm, I know it's, I know they probably try their best, but like, if not you don't like the song and you don't feel personally like into it, yeah. then like, you're probably not going to send that extra exclamation point at the end of your post. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to just have that real tangible, like, I really want y'all to enjoy this. You know what I'm saying? I totally understand that. And, like, we had had one uh, friend. uh, She's a singer. I'm not going to say her name, though. But um, she would always ask to do sessions with us, and we're like, "Uh, yeah. But when we would get in the session, it was like we were kind of doing a lot of it. And after a while, we were kind of like, look, if you start it, we will help you. (laughs) We will jump in and help you. And it took her a while to actually get it. But once she actually did it and started realizing it, she was like, oh. And then she's just start knocking out songs and didn't even need us. And we were like, see, this is what we wanted you to see. You're pushing her to be a better artist. Yeah, Yeah. is that like you have it in you as well, like. Nobody can tell a story better than you. Like, yeah. but obviously, help is great because yeah. even if you're publishing a book, you kind of want somebody to proofread it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You just kind of want that. But like, yeah. 
make sure that you have a thought that we can proofread. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to start with you. Yeah. yeah. It starts there, and then we make a great song together, and then... Yeah. Teamwork makes a dream work, right, Dan? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what, what's going on with you? You guys with, wish uh, Magic in the Hamptons got bigger? Because I feel like it could have been bigger. I mean, I would have loved for Yeah. I would have, yeah. yeah. I, I can't, I mean, I would have never said no to... Yeah, yeah. no, I... Yeah, I definitely feel like it could have been. It really could have. I, I I mean, I wish it did. It was a great record. Deserves. Maybe I'll have another life. Well, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. The right movie or something could change everything. Sinks, baby. Yeah. Are you, are you planning on producing a movie anytime soon, Dan? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> if you change your mind, pull up. Uh, I'll definitely yeah, throw I mean, that in we'll there, make yeah. a remix or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> for, for, for this Dan's a lot motion picture. <laughs> oh, I wonder why you guys put those three songs only on SoundCloud and not like iTunes. Because I, I feel like people. We're, will, yeah, we're gonna pull up maybe like a week or so, something like that. I've been, <laughs> I've been asking Tony this for so long. Yeah, well, because I wanted like, to add you to my freaking playlist. Yeah, but I'm not gonna I, lie, I, I'm not a SoundCloud love, guy. Yeah, we we wanted them to be out. For Coachella, but we didn't necessarily have all of the like paperwork and all uh, of that kind of stuff, the, the yellow tape and stuff done. I get it. So we were like, yeah. "Here, take it, <laughs> yeah, eat," because yeah. we really wanted people to, you know, hear the songs, be able to sing the songs with us if they wanted to, because that's what a lot of the fans were saying. Like, "Yo, give us, give us the damn songs so we can sing them." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, you know what was crazy though? Before the songs were out. There was people in like the pit who were actually singing the words from Instagram clips, like literally yeah. singing like, the songs, like knowing the words. Yeah. And that blew my mind. I'm like, first of all, I didn't even see enough of these videos to formulate the words and the lyrics to these songs. How yeah. have you not applied to be a, detect a detective yet? <laughs> how is this? How are you still a, a concert goer? This is the, yo, this. It was amazing to see that level of like passion. But even the people who didn't know it, by the second hook, they were like trying to force their yeah. mouths to say the words. And I was like, mm -hmm. I couldn't have been more grateful because I'm like, yo, for somebody to enjoy your music at all is like a gift. But for somebody to like really, really want to participate at such a high level is really crazy to yeah. me, and it's so beautiful. Is like, that what you're for looking real. for when you're up there? Are you looking for people singing? I, well, I'm. Uh, yeah. I, I, I generally feel like I I I engage with whoever engages, you know. Like as I'm looking around, there's people that are you know chilling, watching, and they're enjoying it. And I'm like, hey. And then there's people that are like, ah, and reaching out, and I'm like, hey, what's up? Nice to meet <laughs> yeah. you. Like, we'll, yeah. Like, we'll for sure reciprocate your energy. Like, yeah. for sure, for sure. Like in a in a in the in a good way. Not like if you're standing yeah. there. I'm not. I'm not gonna you're, look at you and stop moving. You're like, not you know what I mean? Like, bruh, yeah. bruh, and, there, and there's yeah. sometimes where like you you'll look down and you'll see people kind of like, and that's one of the times where we'll like just sit there and be like, <laughs> just stare at them until they start smiling. Like, but come on, same, it, you know what, you want to. But what what I did realize at first was whenever somebody's like standing here like this, sometimes it's literally because they're recording you and they're trying to pay attention. And it took mm -hmm. me a second to realize that because. Uh, Eventually, once we started asking and having mm -hmm. the crowd respond to certain things, yeah. the speed of it is what I had to pay attention to. I'm like, oh, people are pay attention, uh, paying attention and they're responding way faster than I thought. Maybe I was... And then I started to see that people were actually trying to make sure that they weren't missing certain things. <laughs> Just like, you yeah. know, and obviously... And then I remember mm -hmm. being at concerts and I'm like, oh, I do that. Memories, I'm man. Like, oh, <laughs> I do that. I'm like, that's... I, it's cool. Your show's good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what a hit song sound sounds like? I think if you want to hear it after afterwards, that's a good start. Okay. Like, so if you want more than one listen. No, like realistically, like I, I, I've been trying to think more less in the terms of like, do I actually want to hear this song? Okay. Not like... Would everybody else like to hear this song? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you're do the, me person. Do gauge. I personally feel yeah. connected enough to this that I could apply it to my life, like at all? Because usually we're kind of because we produce and write, we think about everybody, and so like I don't know. 
I don't know. I've been trying to think about it more like that. So I feel like if I like it enough, then maybe somebody else will like it. Maybe it yeah. is a big song. I totally get it. Yeah. You can see yourself in it, hear yourself in it, connect yeah. with it. Yeah. Because it starts with you. Beautiful. A super extra long explanation again. No. I don't know. Dan? I just want to know, why isn't Ariana's name on Haunt You? Did you guys want to keep that a secret or something? We wanted to right. haunt you. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, sorry, sorry, sorry. Where did she do the vocals? Was it... Did she go to Big Bear? Uh, n- no, actually, she... Mm-hmm. No, it was actually a session for her at our house. Cool. And uh, she had finished a song while on tour and stuff and literally was like, hey, where's Haunt You? She loves that song. And she, yeah, and she was ex- so excited and we were like, we would love for you to d- d- grace us. <laughs> Please. <laughs> but like... <laughs> I'm sure even when she's hearing it in the studio, she'd be like singing along or su- supplying something because it, it it's like she's there, but she's not there there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She I was. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I like it. I like yeah. I feel it fits really well. But yeah, yeah. we we wanted to uh, say, you know, featuring Ari, but she was like, nah. she was just like, no, I think this I think this song is beautiful enough and I don't want it to. I don't. I just like to hear it. I want to hear it, and so we were like, "That's very respectable." And if that's the gauge, I'm a, we're right? keeping these backgrounds. <laughs> we're not getting rid of them. We love you. We're keeping these. <laughs> you don't have to be featured. We're keeping these <laughs> because it's beautiful with or without that feature. And well, you, thank you, bro. That means a lot to to the gauge of like you know if if you connect with it, you know what I mean. She connected with it. Mm-hmm. That means something to the life of the song and how other people are going to perceive it, and they're going to connect with it. It's really beautiful. I receive it. <laughs> Haunt you. Listen to it if you haven't. And All- sorry we didn't put it out yet. Like, <laughs> it's like out, but not was, out. Yeah, it's like yeah. low-key out. Yeah, that's it. Low-key <laughs> out. It got leaked. Uh, no, there are a few out there, right? Haunt you. At least we can say that we tried. Why you always got to start something. Another great one, Magic in the Hamptons. And then you have some older stuff, too, Higher and mm-hmm. a yeah. couple other records from back in the day. All yeah. worth your ear. Yeah. Really yeah. And, phenomenal. And more coming really soon. And when they come, please come back so we can really dissect it. Yeah. Okay. Send the invite. We're, we're, we're pulling up. I mean, we could do a sneak preview right now. I don't even care. Let's do it. Whoa. <laughs> Let's just jump in. You're gonna, no, or yeah. next time. Next time. We I want people to be able to listen yeah, to it can so they can, like, listen and learn. Yeah. You oh, know? We just... We just yeah. Exclusively yeah. put it out on Zach Sang show. Yeah, <laughs> we just like air right it on now. repeat, and then you just have to watch it <laughs> to get the songs. I'm kind of for that. If you can get approval for that, Tony, let me know. Um, I was about to. Dinero was your record with Jennifer Lopez. Uh, yeah. So that was one that you didn't do together, the two of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? What? You you do the beat? Uh, yes. And uh, wrote. Dinero, Dinero, Dinero. Mm-hmm. Was that your line? Uh well it was me uh, a writer named uh, Big A and uh, Danny Lay, cool oh yeah and we were all just uh, sitting in the studio it was actually supposed to be for Danny Lay oh wow yeah but uh, she passed on it and um, Jayla was like yo this is crazy it's a great record <laughs> hey. It's different. It, I remember when she found out that it went number one on the Latin Billboard charts. It's a huge deal for her. Yeah, that that was that was wild. <laughs> that was that was actually my first place. No, yeah, no, no so. second, because the Chris Brown oh, yeah, one yeah. was the first one. Oh yeah, I think I was literally when he was making that record with them. I think I was in the other room starting the Chris Brown record. Whoa. I think it might have just been a cool like weekend or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Good energy weekend. Yeah. Did that make you a nice amount of dinero? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't uh, sound confident. Uh, I mean, uh, yes, it did. It did. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> it made me good dinero. Did it buy those pants? <laughs> yes. I love those pants. Thank you. Where'd you yeah. get them? Uh, I found them online. <gasps> Same with my slippers. <laughs> I do a lot of online. I'm I'm terrible. Oh, he's addicted. I'm bro. terrible. Yeah, but like, where, where were you getting stuff sent if you were couch surfing? Yeah, 
to to the house, and I would just put it in the closet. All of my stuff was like tucked in the closet, <laughs> tucked away. Yeah. Whose house did you stay at? It's uh, crazy. Tommy's. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've been living on his couch. Yes. Got it. Okay, friends. I have so much to talk to you about, but come back and let's discuss this album when it's time. Hundred percent. Um, I'm gonna play the record. Haunt you. That's what we're going with. Haunt you. Yeah. Are you cool with that, T Bizzle? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Final question, Dan. You got any? Oh no. Have we covered a lot? Oh, we sure did. Thank I'm you. Sorry. I'm sorry. This is the longest interview we've ever had. <laughs> uh, we've done no, much longer. The Ariana one was longer by like 40, 30, 40 minutes. Oh wow. <laughs> Dan is the timekeeper. He has okay. a beard. <laughs> he, right, right, right. he has a little like watch that hangs on a chain. <laughs> um, social House, everybody. All right. Thanks for hanging hey. out. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.